0: The rich feed the poor. Don't rich no more.
1: Now, well, there we go with the old familiar lyrics starting off the week here on the Monday that's the last day of the month of September. The... 30th of September, We're about to roll into October tomorrow. Uh, usually a uh, very traditional, very traditional, turbulent time of the year financially. This year it's going to be a humdinger because there's a lot of other extra complications in there this year. Just about every direction. It's Roger Sales with you, and it's a Monday morning here on the uh, from beautiful ecuador and had a heck of a rainstorm last night boy i mean as hard almost as hard a rain as i've seen here since i've been here that i can remember anyway and one of the reasons it was so poignant for me is because i got caught at the neighbor's house when it went and i was stuck down there for a, a quite a while and boy it was a as they used to say a frog strangler so anyway it's nice and pretty today and uh it's the Radio Ranch, of course, and People's Patriot Network, and it's our Monday show. Uh, I'm assuming John's going to be with us here uh, in the second half. I hadn't heard from him, didn't communicate with him over the weekend, And uh, but uh, we missed John last week. He had a conflict, and so hopefully we'll get to see what's going on with him there in the second half, maybe even Kathy, too. Um, but in the interim, we got some things to discuss nobody's joined us yet this morning that's kind of unusual but it appears that we're going out over the air and there's certainly a lot of things going on to talk about and it's uh, the volatility the things that i guess you could frame this month internationally at least uh you could frame this month in in a brexit frame because at the end of this month evidently they're leaving come hell or high water and that's what the battle's going on about over there about now i guess we'll find out more about that when paul hopefully gets with us on wednesday and last wednesday if you'll remember he was uh pontificating there and he really was venting a lot he got a lot off his chest you could i could sense the aggravation in his voice and the frustration it's so complex and back and forth and involved i don't even really do much but kind of look at the surface of it anymore But uh, Paul, unfortunately, and the rest of those guys over there that are living with that on a day-to-day basis. um, So we'll find out more probably about that. Wednesday we were talking about it, and it's been about 30 or 40 minutes on it, and that's when the Internet went down for almost an hour and uh, scratched the whole show. I didn't even post the little pittance of uh, a show that we had gotten into the can there. But anyway, we'll uh, get back to it. That's the wonderful thing about our little platform here is there's no real big requirements or hurries. We try and talk about the things that are important and mainly that can help to assist the people in our group uh, to help make them more informed so they can make better decisions. I mean, I really think that that is what it all boils down to is being able to make more accurate decisions because you know more of the variables, you know more of the fraud, you know more of the deceit and which areas it's prevalent in and how it affects the others. And if you can use all of that to put together, like make baking a cake, really, you put all the ingredients in and you're hopefully nobody jumps in the kitchen and makes the cake fall uh, and the cake will rise and you put some nice icing on it and uh, our lives will be a little bit better than the general lives that are going to be totally ruined in what's coming out there, and there's going to be a lot of. Well, I think the ba- the Bible really says it best: uh, uh, wailing and gnashing of teeth. Wailing, oh, whoa. gnashing of teeth. Um, that's coming. It's going to happen to an awful lot of people. It's real unfortunate, especially you I kind of feel sorry for the for some of the younger generations that have been caught up in all of this to the extent that they're all totally propagandized. Let me clear my little throat here. Totally propagandized. You can see that everywhere. There's a, Occasionally you'll see one or two of them that come out that are fairly well-adjusted and have their heads screwed on right. I see some of the young folks, but, boy, predominantly the large number of them that that I've either, the few that I come in contact with or the ones that I see on some type of of a media are just, it's pitiful. Uh, those, um, Those little segments where somebody will go to a university and go in there and ask them questions, you know, these real difficult questions like who fought the Civil War, you know things like that that they can't even answer, okay? Right? Uh, and I know all of you have seen those at one point or another. And unfortunately, I think that's probably the predominant amount of young people out there. But boy, they know about video games and all the social media and all the rest of the crap. And they get them through the media. They get them through the schools. Back when most of us, being as that many of us are longer in the tooth, I think this is the phrase. We at least got some semblance of a decent education out of the public school system even. But, boy, these these kids today, since Jimmy Carter, it ain't no bigger than a peanut. Since Jimmy Carter founded the Department of Education, boy, it's gone downhill at a rapid, rapid, rapid clip. And, of course, then you've got the communists have totally got control of the teachers' union. And uh, therefore, the curriculums, and it's pitiful the results. Now, those kids, a lot of those kids, as I think about it, they're loaded up on student debt. And I mean, some of them absolutely loaded up. You realize, please realize and put into perspective the student debt is the largest asset on the federal government's books. Let me say that again slowly. The outstanding student loan debt is the single largest asset on the accounting books of the federal government. That's a hell of a statement. Considering that these kids, to pay off this debt that's a, a compounding and compound interest on them, They generally have to have either a rich uncle who's about to die or a job. And the jobs are real scarce out there right now. And they're getting scarcer, and they're going to get scarcer. And then you've got all of the other things that are coming in that are infringing, like artificial intelligence, combining with another whole section, robotics. Uh, that are going to put, over the coming years, a lot more jobs out. And how are these people going to pay back these student loans? It's the largest asset on the federal government's books. Well, it's nip and tuck. Mostly tuck. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel sorry for those folks, and maybe uh, uh, maybe they'll be more open uh, as As a a guy down here, a retired State Department guy said, that's a little familiar with my work, and he said, uh, your market's the millennials. That's what he told me one day. And uh, we'll see. Right now our market is the people that have gotten a little bit of life under their belt and their ox has gotten gored once or twice and they always maybe had a suspicion lurking in the back of their minds and all of a sudden somehow or another... Uh, by God's grace, I have to say, at least for me, and I'm, I'm sure some of you would totally agree, you crossed paths with this information. And even though it sounded crazy at first, um, it grabbed you. And you couldn't, it wouldn't let go of you. And so you started checking it out further and further, and everything started lining up, and pretty soon you started seeing the consistency of all of it and starting to understand the big picture of how these Sorry-ass bastards are so deceitful. Yeah, looky here, Mr. Robert's going to join us this morning. Hey, Robert. Good morning. How are you?
2: I'm well, you? Good this
1: morning. Nice cleansing downpour of rain last night.
2: Oh, you guys get rain in Ecuador?
1: (laughs) Well, you know what? It's funny. See, they're seasonal, too, even though we're on the equator. And the general season, and I've been here a couple of years now, so i uh but the general season is the last three months that three or four months we went through. I don't mm-hmm. believe it rained one time that I could remember in three or four months, and that's the oh, wow. summer season. It's very interesting, even though we're on the equator here, about ten miles actually mm-hmm. I'm ten miles south of the equator okay but uh e- but even though um, they mimic the, atmo- the climate change and the sequence of the northern hemisphere. The June, July, and August is their summer. You know where in in Argentina, June, July, and August is the middle of their winter. And so it it surprised me when I got up here and saw that it mimics more, even on the equator, the northern hemisphere seasons. But we're rolling into that, and then uh, it it may rain a little bit between now and Christmas, and evidently they say it clears up for a little bit. And then in January, uh, all the way through predominantly April and May is when the rainy season is here. And uh, I've been out watering these poor plants and trees on the property because uh the they were just I mean some of these trees were look, so wilty um and many of them are avocado trees and I just hate to see the avocado trees go you know and so I go out there and water them and it'll take me all afternoon to water those trees and part of the reason is because the the soil is so fertile and it's real real fine and compact so it doesn't drain so you can water this thing. They'll be standing water on it for almost two hours while it goes into the soil. So anyway, I've been doing wow. all that. But last night, boy, we had a torrential downpour for, oh, I don't know, good 30, 45 minutes, maybe even longer. Um, so uh, everything's real perky today. And I was out uh, uh, this morning under avocado trees are very interesting. And uh, I've been, these the ones that are right in front of my apartment, I've been watering. Now, they're set in, two of them, actually three of them, are set in a, a concrete uh, kind of porch. So they left a big hole where, uh, where the tree was, and you can fill that up with water, see, in the concrete. So it's like a bucket around it, basically. And I've been doing that with yep. these for about a month or so, and they're responding beautifully. And so there's all kinds of new growth on them everywhere. But uh, one of them out in front started flowering here. I don't know, about 10 10 days, two weeks ago, you could see the little flowers starting to pop out. Now, I'm going to tell you, avocado flowers are really unusual, okay? They're very, very small, and they're not like a they may be a look in a sense like a traditional flower but it's not where the petals are red or green or anything they match the rest of the tree and they're they're kind of green and uh i was yeah. out there this morning with a cup of coffee under this big one now you got there's two trees that have morphed into about 7 and that is somebody cut it at the base and it threw out additional limbs that have kind of all grown into in essence their own tree and you could walk under this little area. It's maybe 25 feet all under this canopy of avocado trees. And so uh, they've got all these flowers coming out on them because I've been watering them so much, and they're responding. And this morning I was out there with my coffee, and it sounded like I was, I was next to a beehive I mean, I could hear the beep, and it was audible, and uh, it was it was very cool. Uh, and there's a lot of hummingbirds around, and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's really really pretty cool thing. What's going on with you, Robert?
2: Yeah, on uh, I guess it was this was Thursday. We were talking about uh, Morris D's. And that, that uh, made me uh, think about that because uh, he is an absolute piece of filth. And uh, it's interesting, I've kind of gone underground. You don't hear his name anymore, and that's probably for the better. One thing <laughs> I heard about him, and I think it was in the divorce decree, which you probably can't get any more online, is that supposedly one reason his wife left him at that time was he would stand outside their house and watch his 12-year-old daughter get undressed or some such.
1: Well, death, I don't remember that part, but I do remember that he bought her a vibrating dildo and gave it to her for, I think, her seventeenth birthday or something, and asked her to demonstrate it for him.
2: Uh, we'll see that then. Then
1: uh, that just now that off, at, that was in the divorce papers. Okay. Oh wow. Also so on a trip. A uh, trip he was up uh, up to in the District of Criminals to see the rest of his Zionist pals, I guess, and uh, romping around in some hotel room with his with his uh, with his gay lover uh, or let's say his sodomite <laughs> lover. So that's something else that was in those papers. And when all that stuff came out, is shortly after that's when he stepped down. Uh, That organization was run by some other guy named Cohen or something for years. And you're right, you never hear about Morris Dees, commonly known in our part of the country as Morris Slees, And uh, he's uh, he's a real piece of work. You know, he's another one of these. You know, even though his name is Dees, I guess his mother was a Jew, so that's how he – uh, has hooked up with all this. But, uh, yep, quite a story, the old sodomy pedophile larceny center down there in Montgomery, Abilama.
2: Yeah, and supposedly he got his start years ago before it at uh, PLC I... uh, or whatever.
1: Well, I told you uh, where I got – As a
2: lawyer for the Klan. Did you hear that one?
1: As a what? Lawyer for the Klan. Uh, I don't know that particularly. I can tell you where he got his – financial start was there was a a, an old woman that had a a chocolate chip recipe and he he literally stole the recipe and started commercially marketing it and that's where he got his monetary start uh is what i heard um so he's quite a guy but he's just like the rest all these creeps man i mean you know the the marvin steinberg Marvin Steinberg, I'll tell you that name's gone down in my memory if I can ever yeah I think I'd kill the guy if I could ever get my hands on him literally, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to make a threat. It's just that my emotions are wound that tight around somebody that would do something as totally pre premeditated and evil as this bastard did, which was steal hundred and eighty million dollars of the carrot bar coins he was supposed to man you know set up an oh, issue, yeah okay yeah, well, yeah all that, right uh, well, let's not isolate it here robert i don't want to get discriminatory for god's sakes um let me ask you if uh uh have you ever heard of a guy named Zhang kai no Who is it? have you ever heard of a city named dan su
2: no where is
1: it? china
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, oh, Evidently, you hadn't seen this story yet. I'm going to read it. It's pretty short there. Know. Okay, this was on Zero Hedge. It came, you know. There's so many things happening that the front page of Zero Hedge just cycles like a recycling bin. Okay, and so uh, Saturday night, one of my buddies in Argentina flipped me this, and and I look, went to look on Zero Hedge. It was already down at the bottom of the page. Um, stunning clip. It's the clip in this video. Shows billions in gold. Now I'm talking billions here, Robert, and cash hidden in Chinese city mayor's secret basement. Chinese police searched the house of Zhang Kai, 57, the former mayor of Dangsu, and found a large amount of cash, as well as. Are you sitting down? Are are you sitting down? As well as 13. 13.5 tons of gold in ingots in a secret basement in his
2: home. Oh, my gosh. I know you know for a second. Yes, I am
1: sitting down. 13.5 yeah, tons. That's more than most countries' gold reserves. It is. This is an ex-mayor of one city in
2: China wow the police caught up to him
1: somebody caught up to him now the thing is there's a whole list here of the offices that he held he was uh the communist uh, party secretary of Tao. Uh, He was the Communist Party secretary of Sanya, whatever that is. He was the communist. Those are cities, I guess. The Communist Party secretary of Dan Su, the mayor of Dan Su. And uh, so he was quite the politico. So I guess the message is here, politics pays. We've seen it in our country. You know, the flunkies that get elected and become millionaires up there. And they got all kinds of laws protecting themselves from uh, 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 you know, getting stock tips and stuff and all that. There used to be not be any penalty to that. You could have insider tips if you were a congressman, but and that's of course how they did it. Prior knowledge, all that kind of stuff. But man, this—I I mean, listen, thirteen and a half tons, a ton being two thousand pounds. Yeah. I mean, come on, that's twenty-seven thousand pounds worth of gold.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: In his basement.
2: So how the hell did he even get it down
1: there? Go well, you know. They, yes. Well, they're in ingots, you know. So you can move ingots, and the the new grade, yep. oh. the new international grade, is being set by China, uh, four nine kilo bars. Okay, nine Ooh. nine nine Ooh. point nine, and they're two point two kilos is a pound. So uh, that's uh, the new standard in the world, and the the Chinese have forced that standard on the world, actually. So anyway, I wanted to be sure and mention about uh, Mayor Zhang Kai, QI, I guess. I don't know how you say it. But anyway, uh, they've got, if any of you saw that story, I think some of you did, they've got a little, uh, f- a little short video on there. Of the basement with all the bars down there, man. I mean, it's unbelievable. They're they're stacked and piled and up. thrown on the floor everywhere. Uh, a pretty, uh, just it's it was astounding to me. Okay. Uh, but the, so let's not just isolate our, Jew, our 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 Zionist or our Jewish pals in this thievery yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's prolific, and it reminds me. And I was thinking about this over the weekend. You know, Gary, our our new guy from for a panhandle that's called in a few times. is going to get naturalized and all that. And he became saved a while back, and he, he made a statement on the show the other day. He said, I think Christianity is the only answer to salvation for the world. And just look at all this thievery and all the murder, and and, and it, that's a very poignant part uh, point that he made. Um, so the first thing you got to do is uh, uh, become in a position where you can get up next to your spiritual maker and make some of those decisions for yourself personally. But... Uh, <coughs> Uh, uh, We do not live in a moral world, and a man's heart is black, and no man shall know it. And those lessons continue to be proven over and over and over again, it seems to me. Um, The price of oil is real low. I was watching a little uh, Greg Marionero. Do you ever watch his uh, videos, Robert, Greg Marionero? Mm, don't think so. Doesn't ring a bell. He's been, he's been around for a long time. Uh, many years. He's been mm. doing these daily updates. He's more of a traditional stock uh, Wall Street kind of guy. He does trading. He's kind of for the. He's a, like a Robin Hood guy. Uh, and he does these daily updates. And he's real straightforward. And uh, he was on there this morning. And he's talking about because uh, he did he did a special one yesterday and Sunday, and then did one this morning. A little video. Uh Nero, so it's spelled pretty well, close to like it sounds. Uh, many in the audience are familiar with him. Um, he was saying the price of oil is what to be looking at. The price of oil is real low, and they want it higher, see? And uh, sure. uh, that's uh, around the uh, surrounding all these things that are going on in Saudi Arabia, and everybody's saying expect a false flag expect a false flag so we're in a real precipitous time right now uh they're getting backed into the corner by the day i found out a little more about this federal reserve stuff and i was watching a uh actually it was a interview with one of the latest max kaiser interviews and in the second half he was talking to a guy who younger guy but he was very up on all this stuff had a had a, a financial background and this is what's going on. very interesting. The Fed for these bonds that we're the collateral for it from birth they have 19, 18 or 19, what they call primary dealers that are contractually bound to the Federal Reserve to handle and be the middlemen for these bonds as they're issued. okay? And uh, part of that contractual obligation is if there's any bonds that go unsold, the 19 primary dealers have to buy them. That's contractual. And what has happened is because of the, uh, evidently, the sorry-ass market for bonds where people are selling them all over the world countries, and people probably too, but... Uh, That means it curtails the new issues. When the new issues come out, not as many people want to buy them because people are selling them, okay, even though they're considered to be one of the base uh, instruments for investors because the U.S. has got, you know, you're going to get repaid, much more so than China or not not China, let's use some other examples. Some of the countries in Europe and Africa and, hey, Argentina's 100-year bonds. Which we're considering and floating an idea of of uh, issuing a hundred year bond in the U S. By the way, if you haven't heard that, so anyway, no, if there's not. a if there's an excess from the issue when they go out on the bond auction and that is not purchased, the nineteen primary bondholders have to go to banks and hedge funds and get money to buy the slough off that were not was not purchased in the bond auction. And that's what's causing the backlash in the banks. And so the banks have this rate called an overnight rate. And when they get in any kind of a position where they're not in line with their fractional reserve requirements, you know, the whole system is a fractional reserve system. And that means that they can, of the, if they make a million dollars in loans, they got to have $100,000 in assets on hand the reserve requirement is 10 to 1. They can loan out 10 times more than they got on hand, but they always have to keep that on hand, and evidently they're fairly strict about it because if they come in at the end of the day and under that requirement, they'll go out to their other uh, fellow Zionist banker and say, hey, man, I need, you know, some cash overnight till we can hit tomorrow where they go back and look at the things, I guess, in the morning. Okay, so they're looking to shore their reserves up. Overnight, and they borrow from other banks generally, and that rate. Well, they're not going to give it to them free, but they are synagogue buddies, so they give them a real reduced rate. I think it was 2.25 or 2.5 percent. So you can borrow from me overnight, but it's going to cost you this little bit, piddly bit of, well, what they call it, vig, vig, vigorish, vigorish, right? Yeah. And so, uh, but the problem is the vigorish went from 2.25 or 2.5 up to 10%. That the hell will be. Well that's you know 400% basic increase and and you got to understand these are synagogue buddies. So what they're telling you is that either they know the other ones are thieves or they know the whole system's unstable which of course they know. So that meant yep. that when that overnight rate, and that was clogging up the whole system from the bond issues overage, okay? And so the Fed's having to step in. They started doing it about two weeks ago, I think Wednesday. Um, and they made a commitment to put $75 billion a day into the overnight rate to keep get this thing fluid again and so at one point the other day last week on Thursday it, to, it they had to put 100 billion in one day and the next day only 40 so uh they made a commitment to continue at a rate of 75 billion a day through October the 10th and longer if needed well what is all that it's nothing but another QE they're pumping money yeah. into the system. This time, they're doing it through the back door. They're not an announcing yeah. a QE. They're announcing and calling it something else, but it's still, in, you know, a, a rose by any other name, okay? Still a rose. Well, should smell so sweet, I think is the exact verbiage. That but too. but whatever, yeah. uh, it's, it's QE4, unannounced, and... Uh, uh we're, we're they're they're in pretty big trouble and uh, uh so it's just sit back day to day see what what rumor on the trade deals can float the market up and they float all these rumors and they try all these false flags like they did over there in Saudi Arabia a couple of weeks ago uh you know Iran's got no reason to bomb Saudi Arabia, Arabia's oil refinery I
2: don't, know. I don't know. they got play their
1: own <laughs> I mean, even though they hate each other and all that stuff, they, they're not, they're not stupid enough to go poke the bear, you know? No. But they sure do want to, you know, unbeknownst to many people, Iran's got one of the largest gold reserves in the world because they've been hoarding it for, they don't even know how much they got over there. And of course, they do not have a Rothschild Central Bank, and they got huge, huge no. amounts of resources and assets, and uh the The folks that run the world covet that stuff as we know
2: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah that uh, people just can't stand that them not being a central bank country they just ooh, they they, just that.
1: they cannot stand not being in total control
2: yeah
1: whatever whatever drives them we know the source but whatever their motivation and stuff is, it's insatiable. There there is no way no. It doesn't seem to be. You know, I remember the interview when somebody (laughs) asked Franklin, uh, not Franklin D., John D. Rockefeller back in the 20s. You know, when they Mm. called him John Dime Rockefeller. You know why they called him that, don't you, Robert?
2: No, I have no idea.
1: Because he used to give out uh, mercury head dimes to all the kids during the Depression. (coughs) He'd go out and, you know, here's Mr. Philanthropist, and he's giving out these silver dimes to all the kids. So they called him John Dime Rockefeller. (coughs) Um, But uh, when he was asked by some reporter or something, how much is enough? And he answered, just a little bit more. (laughs) just a little bit more Robert Mm -hmm. that's insatiability
2: that is that is
1: yeah, so we're dealing with that breed, and you get a longer in life, and and you start realizing all those possessions don't really mean anything. They're more of a burden to you once you get them than a joy to you. And improve some of them improve your life, but you always got maintenance, you always got upkeep, you always got worrying about who's trying to steal something from you. Uh and it gives you more burdens than it does joy. Yeah. It seems like to me. Um, and the older I get, the more I realize that less is more. I mean, I uh um I don't want to go out and own a bunch of property and have all those problems. I don't want to have a, some be be the big wig at some company and have all those employees cuz every there's a direct correlation equation, Robert. The amount of headaches you get per day is a directly correlated to the amount of employees that you have. <laughs> Maybe some truth to that. And so uh you know the older I get at this stage of my life I just I'd like to have life just kind of carefree and problem free so uh, obviously that doesn't happen uh and you learn to deal with them hopefully they become smaller and smaller but a lot of those problems come from possessions
2: Yes And who's in your will <laughs>
1: That can cause problems too, can it?
2: Let's oh, see what, what else did I have, what
1: what, did I have on the. See if anything's happening here. Uh, half, nearly half of America's homeless live in California. I saw a thing a survey the oh, other day. Nearly half of, true. half of Californians want to get out of the state. Uh, I guess that's the not homeless half. <laughs> yeah I mean, and I they feel, should. I feel sorry for people that live out there. gold price plunge yeah. right as a cue on the China golden week well, uh, yeah, they knocked gold down. I checked it right for the show. It was down to fourteen eighty uh last week. if your member's up or week four's up to fifteen fifty at one point, so you're getting uh what eighty dollar swings oh, well, they've knocked it down to fourteen sixty five now. Uh I didn't know it was up
2: to fifteen hundred. 1500.
1: Yeah, fifteen fifty here a couple of you know, about ten days, two weeks ago or something. Uh so oh, wow. Bitcoin, I don't know. I hadn't checked Bitcoin. They knocked it down again and it was down into the lower eight grand. let me
2: uh that's a pretty substantial knockdown. Well, yeah,
1: because it was up around ten thousand, staying a little bit over ten thousand. They got it around eighty-two, yeah. eighty-two seventy-seven here this morning. So they're knocking down all the hard assets. Gold down, silver. I'm sure is down. I didn't look. Bitcoin down. And oh, Katie, bar the door on our fraudulent monetary system. It looks so good. The stock market's going up. and Oh, yeah, man. Well, just wait, because all that's going to change is probably going to change relatively abruptly. Because it's so unstable and tedious, something's going to come along. Now, whether it's going to be their false flag trying to drive oil prices higher and put scare in there and try and put some juice back in the economy, God knows it's just like Gerald Salente said, when all else fails, they take you to war. Well, they've been trying to take us to war for a couple of years now. Syria. Ukraine, Iran. Those are the three main ones that come to mind. There may be one or two other. Venezuela. Okay. So there's four right there in the last couple of years. All of those previous ones failed. And uh, thank God Mr. Trump's in there. I mean, honestly, for all of his all the things that we don't like about him and the things that happen around him, thank God he's got a sane head and and he, 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 he let him get these warhawks in there around him, but he has maintained a sane level head, no matter of the John Bolton influence,
2: if you will. So what will become come of the oil price? as electric cars move closer to the fore. Well, you know, I'm wondering. Uh,
1: well, who, uh, who knows? Uh, they've um, they got to get some, but some of those, I think, uh, is it BMW or Audi? Somebody's coming out with a, an electric car out over there, one of the big European manufacturers that just absolutely shuts Tesla down ridiculously i don't pay attention yeah, to that stuff yeah i'm not a real auto guy but you can't help but uh get your attention caught a little bit by tesla what he's done and the fiasco mm-hmm. that it's created mm-hmm. I, I mean you know these cars exploding on people and they got them plugged in and the yeah. battery blows up or something else happens yeah, or I the know. auto driver kills a pedestrian or some you know some crazy ass yeah. thing um yeah. I'm glad I don't own an automobile.
2: <laughs> yeah, you probably should be.
1: <laughs> I really am. Well, there's no sense in having one down here uh, to be for people like us. Uh, simply mm-hmm. because the roads and the navigability of the place is different because of the topography and the way they've had to cut mm-hmm. these roads. Then you got the fact that on each side of the road, The traditional Spanish model is uh, that you build, some people build their fence before they build their house. So almost all these houses have fences around them, and it's usually brick or something you can't see in there. It's not like a picket fence, okay? And uh, so you're driving down this curvy road that's curving all over the place, and both sides have got walls, eight, eight feet high or more on each side and there's no way to get any landmarks you know if you're in a strange place you oh i remember that house yeah i need to turn left here you know well you don't have any of that okay and it's uh and the streets (laughs) bob and weave and curve and there's walls on each side and you go holy smokes how do these people ever learn where they're going uh but somehow they invariably do (sighs) Uh, Then you got the fact that most of them Mm -hmm. are crazy. And, for instance, here, if you get in a wreck and cause damage, they haul your Mm -hmm. ass to jail until the damage is taken care of. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, So am down there. They're just when I can either Uber or taxis or I can schlep up to the bus stop about a quarter of a mile, and walk up there and go all the way to Quito for a quarter. Wow. That's a pretty long ways, man, really. Uh, So there's just no reason I guess you
2: don't need a set of wheels, then.
1: No, really. You know, uh, cars are expensive here because you're paying all the import duties. Then you you don't have to have insurance here, unbelievably. I'm surprised the insurance lobby hadn't got that passed down here, but they haven't, evidently. And, uh, so you don't have to have insurance, but again, if you don't have insurance and you cause some damage, you're going to jail till you can, you're going to jail, you make that person whole, you know? And, uh, it's just crazy to, and you don't really go to go any place. I mean, I don't have any need to get in the car and go run this errand and that errand and this, that, and the other. So just no sense spending whatever the outlay would be for a car. And then on top of that, the accoutrements, the maintenance, the upkeep. Uh, you, you know, you'd almost want to have insurance. You'd be foolish not to. There's another added cost, and it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. I don't miss it, mm. uh, really. So, uh, anyway. No, you a, shouldn't. I don't. Let's see. Here's Chuckles is going to check in with us here to see if Mr. Chuck can come in. You got your Bluetooth on there, Chuck? We're going to have a bunch of interference, or did you? Well, I answered. It says you've joined us. There you are. Chuck, Chuck. Oklahoma, where the wind goes running down the plains. Where are you, Chuck?
0: Oh, I'm at home. There you are. Was I not showing up?
1: Well, yeah, I couldn't hear you. You didn't want to say anything, and it took a minute oh. for you to show up. You never know with all this fancy <laughs> software we're dealing with here, but I'm glad to have you on. How you doing today on this Monday morning?
0: Well, I'm doing pretty good. I'm just getting prepared to uh, take a trip to Idaho in a few days. so I thought I'd call in and... And promote this uh, conference, this Christian conference that we're going to up in uh, northern Idaho, in Bonner's Ferry. There's a uh, couple of speakers. Well, there's three speakers actually coming in. One, And I invited Brent. Brent knows. <coughs>
3: um,
0: and one of the speakers is John Weaver. And the other is uh, Thomas, I think it's McConnell. Anyway, they're both interesting, but the subject, the theme of this conference this weekend is coming weekend is uh, Christian community building a Christian community. So I got your book uh, ordered and shipped to his house. So hopefully it'll be there whenever I get there, and we can go over it. Um. I would, these guys are go
1: ahead. I'm sorry, Chuck. I'll, I'll add when you're finished.
0: Well, these guys, these guys are very well, John Weaver knows Brent. They, they have spoken at different conferences together. And, uh, I think they've set in on their conferences where they've been as well.
1: Well, John John Weaver, pastor Weaver's from South Florida. I mean, South Georgia, excuse me. And, uh, Right has uh, been around. I've met him personally a time or two in the Atlanta when he'd come through there at some of our festivities and don't know him, but we've oh, okay. met. And uh uh he has got some wonderful foundational information and uh, uh he's just straight on and you're gonna get very fortunate to go up there and get a chance to meet and hear him in person, Chuck. Bonner's Ferry, that must be up by Court Lane, up in that area, Sand Point. North,
0: north. It's by sand more closer to Sandpoint. It's Uh north. It's uh, I think it's just south of the river there on uh, or lake maybe off of uh, south of Sandpoint and the lake or whatever. I think there's a mountain there.
1: Yeah, Sandpoints on like that. There's a bunch of mountains up there. Uh, I should say you know our very good listeners and friends, Katya. Remember Katya came on talking uh-huh. about her machine here a while back, went yeah. down which yep. they they live they live right in that area. So Katya and Stefan, oh. if you uh, are in the area and listening, you didn't know about this upcoming thing this weekend, uh heads up, get to meet Chuck.
0: Yeah. Yep. And the the name hey. of the church is Lordship Church. There he's a free church guy. All the John Weaver, they're all free church minded uh people. So they're not incorporated or anything like that. And they think along the lines we do. well, John has your book. I just don't know if he's, I don't remember if he's read it or not.
1: Well, you know, but he, for somebody, and this came up this weekend, I was going to tell the story of my, remember Daryl came on last week and said he'd had the pleasure of meeting, uh, having spending a day with Harvey and, and his other friend, yeah. Lou. Well, right. uh, Lou, right. Lou called me yesterday. We got to speak for about an hour. And um, uh, he was saying he was uh, had left Harvey and he went up into eastern Tennessee there to see some old friends. And they were having a Civil War reenactment uh, this weekend. And he was around all of that. And he was uh, uh, with a table of guys and he started telling them about my stuff. And the book and whatnot. And he said several people were very, very interested. And he asked me for some, you know, this, that, how to listen to the show, this, that, and the other. And I was thinking about it. And I got up this morning and uh, dropped him a copy of the link to the video that I did for Ed Snowden. Gosh, six years ago? How ridiculous Mm -hmm. as it Mm -hmm. sounds. And it's titled, A U.S. Passport for Ed Snowden. And I looked it up. It's still on YouTube. Well, you got to type that whole thing in for it to come up. A U.S. passport for Ed Snowden. Well, you know, as you start typing, it, it gives you options. You know, A, and then there'll be a bunch of options. U.S. and the options drop down. Passport, and they get fewer. And you got to type that whole thing in to get to find that video. The way they've got these algorithms skewed. So anyway, that. To sit down with somebody in, for less than 30 minutes, they can get the whole high point of the whole concept in that video. So I really encourage those of you who are talking to people and looking for resources. That's a real good one, man. I, I personally think professionally that's about the best thing I've ever done, okay? And it's amazing that it came out as good as it did under all the circumstances. But that little gal that did that video and produced it, shot it, produced it, edited it, did everything, did a crackerjack job. And I didn't promote it at the time because it was so new to me, and I was still kind of freaked out about it. But in the middle of that video, the holy grail is demonstrated. It's not identified as such, but it's sitting right there, and it shows you the trap that we're in and how they laid it, and it also shows you why the affidavit works.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. And your uh, your other audio one is too good, too. The, yeah. the original one and then the other updated one you did is, is well, fantastic. There,
1: there's a it's a, a timeline to tyranny, as I think somebody that edited it and stuck it up on YouTube, and that was the – Day that Joyce, the last time I substitute hosted for Joyce Riley before her death and it was a whole three hour show by myself and I got to do the last two hours because she wanted me to do current events to keep in with the format in the first hour and the second 2 hours you got to lay that whole timeline out now we can add all kinds of stuff to that now down the line 6 years but that's another real good video both of those videos are listed at the com over there on the right side so you can either easily access them that way or you can go in and search them out on YouTube but both of those things may be the impetus to get somebody to sit down and read the book
0: it's hard to get people to read
1: these days, Ben. You know,
0: I know. But the but this uh but Brother Warren that runs that that's over has the Lordship Church there. He reads he and they they're he's really good friends with John Weaver. So John Weaver and uh, uh, Baldwin, not Baldwin. Uh, what's his name? Up in Montana, uh, the other. Freedom Pastor, I guess you'd call him. I don't know that uh, everybody knows. I, well, I can't I just, think of his name. Well, come, Bell. he's up there in Cowlesville, Montana. It'll it'll
1: come to you, or somebody'll, I am it in here. But there's a number of those folks popping up. I was, um uh, Pastor John Emery's son-in-law, and uh, I, I can't think, Barley, Ch- Charles Barley, or. Uh, is up in sandpoint point area too so there's no telling there's a whole no. there's a huge contingent of freedom oriented people up in that area of the country so you ought to have a pretty good gathering you're gonna drive up there
0: yeah yeah we got to we we'd start too late trying to look for tickets to fly and uh there the, it was by the time we were looking for tickets it was like three hundred something dollars a piece to uh, and I don't know if that was or round trip.
3: <laughs> so yeah.
0: I was like, it's cheaper to drive. I just puts more miles on the van, but it's, uh, you know, it's got to do what you got to do. So well,
1: that's a pretty good two day drive from, from Oklahoma oh, yeah. to Idaho. Isn't yeah.
0: it? It'll, it'll be a one day drive. Okay. Wow. We'll, we'll drive overnight sleep a little bit on the way, you know? And the thing is, see what the advantage I have this time driving, is that cerule The stem enhance Mm -hmm. is awesome stuff.
4: Uh, And I can
0: it will keep me up all night. I don't Uh, have to take I don't uh, have to take uh I mean I'll have some coffee and stuff, but I don't have to take anything like no does or any of the other stuff that
1: I am so glad you brought that up. Because I wanted to be sure Chuck Baldwin is who Jim said that you're talking yeah. about. Chuck, yeah, okay, that it. was yeah, That is who you're talking about. Good. Thanks, Jim. Yeah. Um, I have re- I've been taking the Cerule, the Stem Enhance, for about, a, I think, two weeks. It may be three, but I think it's two weeks. I got it on a Saturday two weeks ago. And I, I I started immediately taking at least two doses a day, and occasionally, if I get on an empty stomach uh, in the right situation, I'll take three. Okay, because Harvey mm-hmm. told me to take it on an empty stomach. And uh, now let's see. Here comes Jim going to join us here. Uh, okay. Yeah, we have to talk start, start talking health, and Doctor Ram comes in. Hey, Jim. <laughs> So uh, these are a couple of things that I've noticed within two weeks that really impress me because I think that's a short time for reaction. But uh, first of all, you know, I've got this macular degeneration problem.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: uh, my situation is wet in the left eye and dry in the right eye. The dry, dry one I can see out of. It's the wet one where if you look at a a laser or one of those pictures, they take of your eyeball. It, it uh-huh. looks like the retina is a sponge, and it, it, it throws up this spongy material in your eyeball there in the, in the center of it, and that really clouds your view. And so uh, I've noticed over the last year or so, and at night, when I'm sitting there with your eyes closed in bed, I'll have these geometric, almost like a, the letter C, in my left eye only, and it'll get flashes of iridescent color that shoots through it. OK, well, well that that is almost totally gone. It's not all gone yet, but it's really diminished from what it's been. The other thing is I've been feeling real worn, worn down and just no energy and everything Hi. for a couple of hell, a year or more. And yeah, uh, uh, and now all of a sudden that's gone. Um, the other things, uh, there were two other aspects, the my cramps. I've been suffering through these cramps in your torso for about a year, and all of a sudden these mm-hmm. ripples of cramps will just move through those muscle groups that cover your ribs. Well, that I hadn't had one of those in about 10 days. And, uh, and something else, there's another thing. But there's like four That's things that, um, uh, that are real noticeable to me personally within a very short amount of time, and I'm real impressed. Uh, Jimbo? What's going on, bro? Yeah,
5: hey, Chuck Baldwin is the guy you were talking about up in Kalispell, Montana. <laughs> great <Right>. preacher, <clears throat> ran for president, and I, I can't remember when—several years ago. Didn't he used but he's to be a good guy?
1: He used to be in Pensacola for a long time. He was down. Yeah, he was Panhandle. in Florida for
5: a while, and the uh, yep. Lord called him up to Kalispell. He's got a great, uh, great deal going on up there. He's uh, got a lot of YouTube stuff and. <clears throat> really good guy. Uh, his yeah, son, yeah. his son, Tim wrote a book about the second amendment and it's excellent. And Chuck is uh, he's a rock solid on the constitution and that kind of stuff. But, uh, just want to call in about that. And, uh, I'm assuming you're probably getting these results, uh, mostly from the uh, STEM enhance, aren't you? I, I
1: can't, I can't attribute it to anything else. Cause these things had been there for a while and nothing had been improving. them.
5: Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, it goes right in line with everything else, man. That stuff is just awesome. It's just, uh, an amazing, amazing product. And I'm looking forward to uh, continuing on using it and seeing the additional. I've had fantastic results with it. And, uh, <clears throat> Just now Life you, life keeps getting better and better.
1: You've been using it for a while because you're in the States and you could access it, and you got yeah. on it a few, what, a couple of months ago?
5: Yeah, I got on it. Um, I got my first package uh, the 24th of June, and I've been taking uh, six caps a day for the last month and a half or so. I was only doing four, and uh, I upped it a little bit. So I take two in the morning two at you know, midday and two right before I go to bed. And it has really done a lot of stuff for me. I'm able to walk a lot further. I can do a lot of things that I was having trouble doing before just because I sit on my butt so much. <laughs>
1: right.
5: But yeah, it's really, really, really worked for me. And I've seen, uh, I had, had a floater in my eye that uh, popped up a couple months ago and was bugging me and it's gone now. And uh, just little things here and there, uh, skin conditions and just little odds and ends that are getting better and going away. So yeah, it's, it's pretty awesome. And the, the business aspect is phenomenal. Um, I just hit the 7,500, uh, point mark. Uh, I need to have it by today made $750 bonus. <laughs> there you go. wow. Good money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've hit every single one of their fast start bonuses so far. And uh, it's nice money. I'll tell you what, for someone who really wants to get out and build it, you can really make some decent money with this company. And you're helping people at the same time, which is really cool.
1: Well, I got to, you know, the but, thing about it is the product works. Yeah, and it, yeah, most and it people sells itself. Get these kind of results, especially in, in my instance, in a, this short amount of time. It's probably something you're going to want to be taken from now on. And so oh, yeah. you can get on an auto shipment, and I was talking to Harvey about this on Saturday. We got a chance to speak for a little bit, and he said the way that uh, he and uh, Lou are doing it is they've got a, one of their options on your auto ship is three bottles for $150, which means you yep. got it for fifty bucks a bottle, as opposed to the other way. And basically, if you buy it like that in a position to get that, you get a half a bottle a month free. Mm-hmm. With the savings in the the quantity shipping on three at one time, and the shave savings on shipping, and the savings yep. on the the pricing, it works out to about a half a free bottle a month.
5: Yep. It's worth it, wow. and you know, go through it. And the best part is, if you do it as a distributor, which they must be at that price, if you get three preferred customers who are getting three bottles on auto ship, yours is free.
1: Yeah, that's right. So, if you and I find... started
5: doing that uh, this month, I get mine free now. And I'll tell you what that's even better
1: <laughs> well it it allows it to proliferate, and Lord knows there's a lot of people with aches, pains, and ailments that they'd love to get some kind of relief from and uh, yep. you just got to find a couple of them if you don't want to go out and use this as a uh entre manure exercise, you don't have to, but if you can find <laughs> three people, you get yours take paid for so and you get to do that for free basically so uh yeah
5: and for the for the folks that are doing it, is the entrepreneurial mineral,
1: <laughs> whatever
5: it was you said. I like um, the new app they've got out is awesome. You know, granted, it's it's if you if you do it, pay for it monthly. It's twenty bucks a month. But I think if you're if you're really working on building this business, it's well worth it. Um, the videos and all the information that are available at, at your fingertips are uh, just awesome, and uh, the, those that, that app will close a lot of sales for people. And you just punch in their phone number and send them the file, and they get everything, and you get notice every time they've looked at something, and you know how much they've looked at. And
2: uh, When did they come out re- with that? Yeah, that's it, the first um, I've heard of just
5: it. Just last week was the, uh, we had a conference call on it. I think it was Thursday night, and I signed up for it during the oh, conference call. Uh, yeah, it wasn't really widely, I got mine, um, my information on it, you know, I got it from Ray Michelonis, he sent me a copy of the thing, uh, mm. I forwarded you, I sent you an email of the initial announcement, um, even though the call's over, they did record it, I recorded the audio on it, but hopefully they're going to make the uh, video recording available to people, so you can really yeah. see what's going on, because it's uh, got a lot, of po- a lot of potential to help people out. And if you pay for it yearly, it's like 199 bucks a year, which breaks down to like $16.20 a month or something. And uh, ultimately, I think that's what I'm going to do. But um, it's it's a great system. It's right on your phone. You can just uh, – anybody that you have an email or a phone number for, you can text it or email uh, these little video clips, and they just get a link. They click on it, and when they start you know, looking at it and they go through it and whatnot – you get a text or email back telling you how much of it they actually viewed so you have an idea of their interest level and um it, it helps you track what you're doing and at the same time the information the videos are extremely professional and they've got lots and lots of good information in them that you know most people by the time they look at one or two of those videos they're ready to go. You know, I, I would mm. think. Um so it's well worth it and it's right there in your phone, which is really cool. But um, I sent you an email, a copy of that thing, so you'll have it and you can take a look at it. Um, okay. But um, I think you'll you'll find it pretty interesting. Yeah. So, so yeah, hey, I was going to say
0: was. also, I was going to say, if you want to heal faster than taking those six times a day, if you double that Hit to it. do at least twelve a day, it makes Ooh. a difference. Oh yeah, yeah. It because, makes a yeah, big. Forever.
5: You know, just just make sure that you're spreading them out because there's like a three. Oh hour, yeah, yeah, that's what hour. I'm
0: doing. Yeah.
5: And uh, but uh, yeah, the more the more stem cells you got floating through your system, the faster you're going to
0: heal. Um, well, I've found I've, that's I've been brilliant. doing it every two hours. <laughs> well,
5: yeah, you, you get some overlap there.
0: I started to do two or three hours, but it didn't seem like it was working as well, so I <laughs> dropped it to two. And I don't have... You know, before, because I took a whole bunch at one time. Yeah, I was up I'd... to like seven at one time, and it was making Uh-oh. me feel... Uh, <laughs> I'm just tired. And I wanted to sleep all day, and I just didn't feel good, you know? So I backed... I did what you... After talking to you, I backed off of that and been doing... Well, and then Ray. I started talking to Ray that mm-hmm. Ray Thursday. And uh, start, so since I talked to him on Thursday, I've been doing that. Twelve yeah. a day, spread out through the day... Every three hours initially and then out two, and it seems like it works better. Mm -hmm. So
1: Two every hours two every three hours if you wanted to go, that's the formula I was given through Harvey.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: But I think the three hour wait between between dosages is is pretty important for some reason, Chuck. Um Mm. But everybody, I don't know. Nobody has come in said they're not seeing or feeling personal results from taking the product. It's pretty exciting because obviously this stuff works. Hey, Chris, we got to get you on this stuff. Get you young again too. Good morning. morning. Which stuff? Uh, Stem Stem enhance. We've been talking about for about twenty minutes. Hi, Chris. (laughs) Good morning everybody's getting uh pretty pretty noticeable positive results off of it in my instance i'm the baby of the group because i only got mine two weeks ago but uh some real real favorable results in a very short period of time um for whatever that's worth it's for what ails you what ails you today chris you have a good weekend
6: Oh, I had a marvelous
3: weekend. Uh, a little low on energy this morning, but uh, ah, well, i see, well, see, right.
1: well, right, I, yeah, well, that's one thing that's really helped for me personally. Is it's not so much energy, although I guess you could you, you could utilize that moniker. But I just feel better, you know. I mean, dare I say it, Jim? I feel as good as when I used to be taking longevity on a daily basis.
5: Mm-hmm yeah and that's the thing you know at least this is a little easier for you to get a hold of down there um, you know I'm still a firm believer in the young nutrition oh well, it's but, fantastic. Uh, for bang for your buck kind of thing and the ease of obtaining it uh, this stuff is hard to beat
1: well, I can't wait till I can get in a position to be taking them both at the same time on both reds. Oh ones. I'll
5: tell you what that's what I do and uh, I do it along with the CBD oil and my uh, pulsed electromagnetic therapy unit and i when all four of those things are working together, it's amazing. Uh, the more you do, the more you get. But um, the nice thing is, all these different things work really well on their own as well. But uh, yeah, when you can do it with the longevity, it'll just it'll you know it'll put it on steroids. Yeah, it's really amazing. And uh, but like I said, you know, for someone who's on a really tight budget, you can't beat this stuff. I mean, it is the least expensive health insurance you'll ever find. I mean, it's going to fix things up that, you know, you could spend a whole lot more time and a whole lot more money on and not get anywhere near the results. Um, it's just a, a wonderful other, product.
1: The other thing that I had, I couldn't think of was my foot. Uh, of course, I'm oh, still yeah. in the late stages of healing of that, but there's still some obvious healing to do, I hope. And uh, so that, uh, last week, I was walking around, and I during the day, and, and I couldn't even hardly tell anything had ever happened, and that's that's real nice. Now, in talking to uh, Pat, Lou, about it yesterday, um, he was telling me and suggested that, he said there are tons of recipes for it on the web, but the, to brew bone broth and go get some bones from the store like we buy for the dogs here, and... Uh, just put them in a, either pressure cooker, I guess he said is the optimum way, but if oh, you don't yeah. have a pressure cooker, a slow cooker, but you got to slow cook them for about 24 to 48 hours. And he said you put a, a couple onions in there and about a pound of garlic, <laughs> and then you boil and a little bit of uh, uh, apple cider vinegar because that allows it somehow to leach more out of the bones, into the bones. Oh, yeah,
5: it leaches the minerals out of the bones.
1: Right, and, uh, yeah. and so then you cook that for a couple of days, and then you strain it out, and you get it in a jar or something, put it in the refrigerator and, uh, uh, or a pot or whatever, and every day get about a cup full and either it, it put some salt and pepper on it and drink it, if you, the flavor evidently is terrible, uh, or add mm-hmm. it to soup or something. Uh, but he said, man, you do that, and, and it will really kick it in, too. So I may have to yeah, fool with that. bone broth there. is excellent. Yep. Um, and you've got a lot of <laughs> problems that you had from your knees and stuff. I remember you telling us from your career uh, that Longevity, mm-hmm. I guess, initially – uh, fixed but all this can't be doing yeah. anything but strengthening it. I was watching a Bill Still video and he had a testimonial at the end the other night from a guy down in Florida, older guy and he said I used to have to go to Costco and like I did at right. the supermarket get in the little golf cart and drive around, you know. And he said, "Man, now 3 months taking this stuff and I can walk all over that thing and uh, no pain. I'm not using the cart." And he said it's an absolute miracle. Uh so we've got yep. something that even there's not many things that can regrow cartilage, is there, Jim?
5: Well, you know, that's the longevity stuff does because you know your body can regrow cartilage. You just got to give it the right stuff. You know, doctors say it's impossible because they're all they're using is aspirin, Tylenol, and steroids. But when you give it, you know, the basically you can go to KFC. Uh, go around out in the dumpster and pick up a bucket, get all the chicken bones, and just gnaw the cartilage off the end of it, and you'll regrow your own cartilage. Uh, or shark cartilage, you know, you can do it. you just got to give it the materials it needs to do it. But uh, Longevity's got a highly refined product called Glucogel that does a super job. We've actually grown cartilage on fake knees. And um, this uh, the Stem Enhance, <clears throat> what it does is it uses the stem cells to get the little bit of uh, stuff that you're getting from your food and reproduce cartilage using the stem cells. So yeah, it's possible to do. It's just the medical community is a bunch of idiots, and they you know, they're not about to do anything that
3: um, would actually
5: ha- help somebody. Well, <clears throat> you know, years ago, Harvard University actually um, did a study where they ground up chicken cartilage, put it in a capsule. And found out that uh, within 30 days, all the people they gave it to with arthritis, they could open a pickle jar without pain and all this stuff. And their report says it appears that, you know, in just 30 days, the drug was having effect. So in 30 days, chicken cartilage became a drug. And today, you too can buy, you know, Harvard's chicken cartilage in a bottle for like 3500 bucks a month. <laughs> They're just insane. But the stuff, you know... If you give the body the materials, it can fix itself. It's just that um, most people don't have access to those materials. And uh, that's where the Stem Enhance comes in because it's so inexpensive and it does it from a kind of, kind of a different angle.
1: And it's all for anybody that uh, might not be familiar with it that have heard us talk about it. It's all plant-based, which is even more uh, unusual to me. Yeah. I guess they've got mm-hmm. some cutting edge stuff. I don't know if it blue. I think they combine several things and I'm sure since yeah. the company the company's 20 years old, all right? And obviously technology has changed and we know a little bit more than we did 20 years ago and I'm sure that they have since the some of the original affiliates came back and got control of the company away from the corporation. The uh yep. model that it was in for a few years where what evidently happened was uh, and that's just secondhand for me, uh, is the corporation couldn't pay all the bills for whatever reasons, and so they started skimping on the ingredients. And that's when the company mm-hmm. started going downhill, and these former affiliates, I guess New Zealand and Australian people, came yeah. back in uh, and, and got control of the company and have got it back on this straight track again. This, pretty much, Isn't that what you understand, Jim?
5: Yeah, and on top of that, then they got uh, Christian Drapeau and, and a couple other physicians, researchers involved, and they highly refined the process that they used for putting this together. I guess originally they were just drying out the algae and putting it in plastic bags and sending out people were putting in smoothies and stuff. But now we actually have a product that's you know clinically tested and approved, and uh, it's four times stronger than the original stuff. And they've they've added fucoidin, which is, um, number one, it's very highly, um, it's great at fighting cancer. And it also increases the baseline. The longer you take this stuff, the more stem cells you'll have per dosage coming out into your system. And that's a really cool thing. And then they've also added spirulina, which has a lot of great um, anti-inflammatory capabilities, so those three things that are in the product really enhance its uh, function and really makes it a whole lot better than the original stuff that they were selling.
1: Well, I know one thing. I don't know all the, the technical stuff, but I can tell you in a very short period of time that obviously this stuff works. It's very impressive oh, yeah. to me because those things have been bothering me. I can't tell you, I, those of you who may have this situation of those cramps, And I don't know, it's obviously a lack of something, okay? But, uh, man, when you're laying in bed at night and you get those cramps running through your rib cage that you can't get rid of and they're absolutely so painful, you get up out of bed and start screaming for them to go away. And you try and counteract your body to throw the cramp out, and then the other side starts cramping. And, I mean, it's just absolutely miserable. I've been really, really, really... uh, uh uh, affected by it and now all of a sudden in the last 10 days i don't think i've had one attack so you know uh my endorsement is is good for uh any of those out you that are out there that are being affected by something obviously this stuff works i don't guess we're going to hear from john today has he got another doctor's appointment
5: not that I know of. I haven't heard from him either. I was expecting him to be on my show at 1, and um, I haven't seen anything. So hopefully he'll be coming in.
1: Well, we've got a new uh, caller right there. here. Here's somebody called in with just a number identifier from 775. How you doing, 775? Where is that?
3: That's in Reno area. This is Dr. Tom Lee.
1: Hey, Doc.
3: Hi, you guys. Yeah. So um seven seven five is the the place that we hang and um how are you guys today?
1: We're good. We're sitting Great. here talking health stuff. I don't know if you've been listening or not.
3: No, I haven't had the pleasure. I've been uh dealing with little micro crises that happen on Monday morning. I don't know about your world. <clears throat> but um well uh, what you get going?
1: Well, I don't know, but John Cassarub just joined us. He must have heard us talking about him. Oh, really? Know. My ears were burning. Well, yeah, that I know. must have been it. Uh, well, you you and Dr. Tom both joined us just almost simultaneously. Uh, we've been talking. I don't know if you've been listening, John, or not. But we've been Briefly. talking for about 40 minutes or so on uh, Stem Enhance. And uh, yes. my personal testimony, after only a couple of weeks of taking it, I've, I'm seeing some outstanding results. And that's kind of what we've been jawing about today. But welcome, both you guys.
3: Yeah. I'm glad to be here. Glad
1: to be here. Mm-hmm. I heard Jim well, say that he was was
7: uh, 75K, 7.5K qualified. Is that right? Is he still here? No, he's gone. Oh, he's yeah. He's I still he's here.
5: Because I got some water running. Yeah, I, uh, I'm actually at 8,100 right now as of hey, this morning. C-
7: congratulations. It's yeah, fantastic. Buddy, I'll
5: tell you what, I, was, I wasn't I was sure I was going to make it. And uh, things just the last couple of days just pulled together. So, um Yep. Well, you, you jumped ahead of me. Track, I, all those we're,
7: we're, not, we're at the 7.5, but we're trying to get to the 15, so we're we're on our way.
5: Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'll tell you what. The way the way this goes, it makes it easy because once people get on it, they stay on it. So, you know, you'll get there. There's no <laughs> so, doubt
7: in my mind. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of us that that have um, been taking it that think we're seeing results and stuff, but it's slow for us. We're nothing more dramatic happening. And other people take it, and oh my God, you know, they're, they're swearing by it. It's John, amazing.
1: I mean, what I've got, what I've seen in just two weeks is is really impressive in four different areas. Okay. And, wow. Uh, so I was, I already went over this earlier, but I'll go over it briefly again. Well, hey, let's. My, we
7: got to get a recorded testimonial from you so we can get it on the page.
1: Well, uh, it's uh, the my macular degeneration. I've already noticed a difference in my left eye and these uh, geometric designs and colors i was getting through them and they're still there a little but it's not anywhere as intense as it used to be my cramps throughout my torso have gone i feel just all of a sudden whole again like i used to when i was taking longevity and had it and my foot seems to be getting a little bit better so i within two weeks i've got four different areas where i can noticeably see a difference Oh, that's wonderful
7: yeah, I'm I'm sold on the on the product. I think it's a great thing. It's a real adjunct to us too, dealing with uh, things like the Bit Club and stuff, because it gives us a way to actually prospect with something that people see real results in. It gives us the opportunity then to invite them into the big Club. So I'm excited about both sides of it.
1: Yep, it's a uh, uh, boy something that can make you feel better at at most of our most of us are a little longer in the tooth at this age and. We've got things that are breaking down, and when they start get starts getting fixed and you start feeling like you're young again, a little younger anyway, uh boy, it's a good feeling it's positive feedback,
7: yes, yes, and we get it regularly i mean uh Tanya and a couple other people are saying great things about it too they've introduced it to some other people and they're getting immediate results and uh we're getting some disciples up
1: there i wanted to get on it because of the macular degeneration and the other things really are just a just a bonus yeah well i like it
7: for a preventative uh, kind of thing that too i i don't want to have all these problems creep up on me (laughs) let's get them fixed first before i even notice them so dr uh, tom can speak to a lot of that you know
3: I like it for the antidoting. After I have to listen to the mainstream media, I feel like I need to be uh, rejuvenated, and uh, the stem enhanced product is very helpful at, uh, you know, correcting the uh, imbalance that's uh, intentionally put across by this uh, strange society I'm in. But um, in that regard, uh, you know, what I find is that how how quickly it responds is, is from where you're coming from. If you have a symptom that has. Uh, progress to the point where there's really low vitality and it's uh, been around for a while, then replacing uh, that uh, energy through the uh, mitochondria from the uh, um, algae uh, products is noticeably quick and uh, and and evident. If if you're on an even keel and above the symptom picture a little bit, then the uh, long-term changes are are more a matter of. Uh, having the discipline to stick with it as a, uh, as a uh, nutrient and energy source that uh, continues long enough for the body to uh, get the message and make the changes permanent rather than just uh, uh, feeling better for the day.
1: You know, uh, Tom, kind of it, it, in my instance where it's making me just feel better, more whole is the way I like to put it, is that what's happening as it's going back and re-energizing and straightening out the mitochondria?
3: Yeah, basically, you're a you're you're a human, meaning you're a giant transducer of battery energy from one form to another right. using nutrition and sunlight right. and spiritual guidance and all that. And when that energy level in your cells, whether they're in your pancreas or your brain or your tongue, when those energy levels get below a certain uh, per- percentage of effectiveness, then uh, it starts to be a problem, and, and the message comes to the brain that, "Hey, let's do something. This is hurting." And the only message the brain can hear is pain or discomfort because it's a comparative thing, right? So if you if you're taking something that's filling up that battery again, and you have that message to your brain stopped because of that taking place, you're going to feel better, and uh, that's what you know. That's what happens.
1: Are you familiar with Dr. Jerry Tennant
3: out of Fort Worth? I um I don't know him personally. I've heard of his uh, work, and I've, I've followed his, his name.
1: Um, for those of you who want, this guy's into exactly what you're just talking about, and he's about the best I've ever seen. This isn't my field of expertise, but I saw a couple of videos on him about a year ago. Dr. Jerry Tennant, I believe it's T-E-N-N-A-N-T. And if you want to see mm-hmm. somebody that's on top of this, that's got it, He's got it figured out as best as anybody I've ever seen present this kind of technical scientific information. Uh, that It's worth going and looking at his videos. If you haven't, Dr. Tom, uh, you really would probably benefit from seeing these presentations he did at these professional groups. He's a sharp cookie. huh.
3: Yeah. yeah, there's several of them out there, and uh, they don't, don't, don't get very good air time generally, but... Another guy is Karl Merritt, He's out in the, the Bay Area, M-A-R-E-T, a German guy. And he's got a, uh, a, a, a lot of the uh, German uh, natural medicine or regular medicine doctors are presented with a variety of Eastern and Western uh, philosophies and techniques. And they're heavy heavy device people. So uh, we're getting a whole lot of very interesting uh, technologies and understandings from those guys. Well, and
1: um, well, when I like I that. S- When I stumbled on Tennant, I was fascinated. I've always liked science and stuff anyway. I was fascinated by his presentation and even more so his story. Okay. And just for the audience and some background, he's one of these child prodigy guys that, like, graduated with a medical degree from the University of Texas or something at 20 or 21 years old. And he wanted to specialize in optical surgery. And he ended up, that was just about the time they were developing lasers for LASIK. And he was actually uh, the um, technical guy in helping these companies develop LASIK. Uh, and then he started, of course, using it. And the problem he had, as he said in there, Windows, I don't want your damn update right now. Thank you. The problem that he had was, geez, these people drive you nuts. I swear I'm gonna, they're going to drive me to Linux one of these days okay so anyway the problem he had is he was doing a lasik surgery on an indian guy and in the story he says what we didn't know was that the guy had a virus in his eye and we didn't know that the laser didn't kill the virus and as he was as the smoke's coming off from the lasik surgery he inhaled it and got the virus and it totally affected his career, Uh, real, real bad repercussions. It took him a number of years to get over it, and then because he had palsy, part of it was like palsy where your hands shake, where you're not doing too much LASIK surgery with palsy, okay? And you aren't going to have too many willing patients anyway. And so he got off on this research thing, and what he has found that he demonstrates in those videos, Tom, is that every major system in the body goes through a different tooth. And he's got back with all the clinical stuff to pin that down, and he goes and shows you which tooth controls which part system of the body. It's just a fascinating presentation, and this guy's on top of it. What what caught me particularly was because my major interest is this macular degeneration. And he made a statement at one of those videos. He said, if you'll come to my clinic in, out in Fort Worth and you've got macular degeneration, I'll, clear, I'll, I'll uh, cure you in five days. And he said the reason for that is because the retina's cells replace themselves every day. And that's probably where this stem enhance is coming in and having so much success with people with macular degeneration. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, Dr. Jerry Tennant, T-E-N-N-A-N-T, I think. So if any of you want to go to YouTube and put that in the search bar up there, I guarantee you, if you that you're going to be impressed with this guy. Fantastic.
3: The the patterns of um, energetics through the teeth meridians in, in Chinese acupuncture have charted and paid attention to the related organ systems for each each tooth. For a long time, the holistic dentists have been uh, working with this for 30 years. Hal Huggins was a founder, and now a lot of the holistic dentistry is outside of the U.S. because of, of course, the obvious reasons. But uh, the correlation between the dentistry and uh, cancer, I've worked with a a thermal imaging uh, doctor here in Reno, and uh, we've identified that uh, almost all, and thermal imaging allows an early detection of cancer before it becomes tumorous because there's a there's a decline in circulatory patterns side to side that can be identified, and the person uh, can, uh, can bring about a change and restore that circulation and avoid the cancer development. So we like that. But we note a noted correlation between energetic obstacles around uh, dental uh, um, either infections or, uh, you know, um, Injuries or trauma, and the corresponding area of the body is where the where the tumors get started. And when the tumors clear up, they they either clear up with a removal of that dental problem, or they they can be maybe uh, stalled or put into stasis. But unless the energetic in- information in the uh, tooth meridian has changed, um, there isn't going to be a, a rec- rectification or a restoring of that system energy because, as everybody in Acupuncture knows, you know, the twelve meridians are based on being in balance with one another in health. And imbalance they require, you know, either acupuncture or herbs or treatment of some kind to restore that balance. And uh, the the uh, the uh, aqua or these high energy uh, uh, algaes, have the ability to, um, like like they do with a stem cell, they they have the ability to. Um, move in and identify the uh, the most deficient um, area of the body energetically, and bring about an improvement and a change in that. So, in your case, it would be like a, a macular gen- degeneration, um, um, meridian going through that uh, that retina, and uh, in in somebody else's case, it might be a uh, pancreatitis, something going through the digestive system of, of the pancreas. So, um, it's. It's easier than spending, you know, a small fortune. giving the diagnostic guys the ability to, you know, run a periscope in there and see something, you know, and uh, the the masters of nutrition and physical science they can they can determine these imbalances without having to cut you up and make you bankrupt to uh, to prove it, you know. And um, in that in that case with Jerry Tennant and using um, these energetic patterns to. Um, um, uh, restore balance. That's exactly the point. That's 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 what everybody in Ayurveda and Chinese medicine and and early American herbalism, they're all aiming at that, and they just have different
1: words for it. Well, I remember one of the things that came out of the cellular level part of that presentation was that we're just a battery, and he shows how the different charges in the cells allow all these things to move or not move. And it's just really fascinating, man. He's that's a, I, I really encourage people that are interested in this uh, to go look at Jerry Tennant's presentation. I think you'd be pretty impressed.
3: Yeah, would be good. Okay.
1: So, uh, John, listen, we hadn't seen you in a couple of weeks. You had uh, conflict last week. And uh, I don't remember the week for that. The week for that, I didn't have a show because it was technical week nightmare. And uh, right. so we hadn't had you in a few weeks. Well, what's been going on with you? You and I hadn't had any uh, side conversations too much, so I figure you've been busy. Listen,
7: oh, man, super busy. We're concentrating. You know, during this downtime, we've had to deal with a lot of questions and answers for people uh, <clears throat> with bit Club. But on the, on the other side, personal side, I just have had a lot going on. You know, I had that uh, skin cancer stuff removed. That took me out of not much, but it just got you changed my schedule around a little bit, so... Had to go different places and go see doctors for different things. Nothing major, no big problem. But you know, I'm rebuilding this place here and uh, working on this garage and getting getting stuff, putting it together. <laughs> just busy, busy, busy. Right. But uh, since we, you know, Monday morning seems to be a key time for a lot of people, and we kind of get sucked into getting just just get diverted. You know, you just things happen. It's hard to stay consistent sometimes.
1: These days, especially, man, with as many curveballs are coming at us for so many directions.
3: Right. Uh, then, you Dr. Know, we, Tom, I, I was going to say,
1: the... if you want to not let that stuff affect you, just quit paying attention to it.
3: <laughs> right.
1: I mean, anymore. Yeah. Okay. On I, the, I just have
3: a lot of friends that are bringing me up to date with, you know, these... Uh, these little um, inmates in charge of the asylum kind of thing happening with these hearings around the Second Amendment. It's it's almost entertaining and it's almost horrific, but I never like paying money to be scared, so I'm not gonna get into uh, you know, pursuing these uh horror movies they yeah. call, you know, national politics. But uh I, yeah, I it, made it, the, it I made the, that.
1: I made the comment last week, I think, at some show I have never understood. Why people would pay Federal Reserve notes to go to a movie and get the crap scared out of them, where they can't sleep at night? I do not understand that, man, man. that's a huge market. And I know people that love to go through those things, and I just never have been able to figure out why. Uh, and the same thing well, it's applies. Well, because so,
3: adrenaline is addictive.
1: I guess so. Uh, people
3: that are into into kicks and speed and thrills, that you know, the adrenaline output is. Um, just as addictive as nicotine or heroin or anything else. So, and what you know, you know, maybe you have people in your family that are kind of like a drama queen or they have to create some kind of conflict around them to feel present. I had uh, relatives in that category, and uh, long before I knew what was happening, I, I <laughs> decided I didn't want to be that oh, way.
1: Figured. Well, so, you know, they did a scientific study. They fire, uh, wired up um, Wall Street traders with EKG. And they found that when when they screw somebody in a trade, they get the exact same part of the brain as stimulated as cocaine stimulates.
3: Yeah, the hippocampus. It's the NDA for it's a It's a plexus in the brain associated with the uh, the happy and uh, happy and sad and you know. Yeah. Dopamine plays a part, and so does uh, serotonin. It's, uh, it's a metabolic pathy pathway kind of uh, adventure for scientists. But uh, the regular people out here trying to survive one comfort food after another, it's uh, pretty complex.
1: Well, those little dings tell us that our pilot, Mr. Darrell, has joined us. Hey, Darrell, I bet you've been sucking up some of this STEM-enhanced conversation.
6: I've been catching it off and on. Hi, hi, John. It's good to hear you. You've been you've been uh, tardy and AWOL, and uh, I'm <laughs> glad to hear things are going well for you. Uh, uh, they really are. Uh,
7: Plus, I'm pursuing my uh, pilot I, now. You're pursuing your you, what?
6: You are. Well.
7: Your pilot's license? Uh, yeah, i going to get that. I've been looking at a lot of different stuff. I'm looking at researching sims right now. I'm going to get started on that and get my ground school stuff out of the way and, Get moving. Yeah, I think I'd like sure. to be a, CI, a CFI, really. You,
6: you, you watch John? You want to do what? I
7: think I'd like to be a CFI.
6: Well, get through the private and the instrument and the commercial, and then we'll talk. <laughs>
7: well, let me yeah. put it this way. Uh, if I'm going to do something, I want to make money with it. So.
6: Yeah, well, yeah. It, it, it's an interesting. Uh, you, you'll learn more about yourself than you. you then you, you'll when you go through this process, you will learn more about yourself than flying. And you'll go, how did I have all these empty spots about me? You, I, I'm just <laughs> telling you straight up. You'll go, how did I? Why didn't I know this about me?
1: Well, now yeah, let me ask I'm you. Serious. Let me yeah. ask uh, Daryl because you probably know. John, I'm sure you know because you're looking into it. Are there any age limits on this? I remember my buddy David Straight. No. Once he turned 65, he couldn't didn't couldn't get a, a license anymore or something.
6: No, 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 no. That's that's not. It's, that's, I mean that's sort of like uh, generally kind of uh, that. That's sort of a generalized. You know how we use general and specific terms. You know. Uh, at, at, at 65 you can't uh, you can't drive an airliner anymore or be a commercial for hire pilot in that in the passenger carrying operation uh, and uh, this has to do with uh, an ATP airline transport pilot certificate um, you you can you can maintain a, a private pilots license and operate, uh, under IFR, uh, flight rules, uh, as long as you can pass your medical and demonstrate a biennial flight review to the satisfaction of a competent, uh, flight, uh, you know, a, a current flight instructor. So, uh, you know, there's, there's guys out there and women flying around. They're 90 years old. Okay. Seriously. Uh, and, uh, so, there are limitations based upon the type of operation and what part of the Federal Aviation Regulations that you're going to operate under. So Part 91 is what John is involved in now, and uh, uh, it's. Uh, I, I think you'll do well because you're a detail guy, John, and uh, and and you sort of soak up regulations and details. And there's a lot of details in this. Uh, so, and you'll learn a whole new language,
4: too. So, uh, well, like I'm, I'm happy in the military. for you.
6: Congratulations.
7: Being in the yeah, military. I'm
6: happy for you. Yeah. You watch? You know, I, always,
7: I I always wanted to fly. My dad was a fighter pilot in World War II, and I thought I would yeah. until I found out I had to have glasses, and then they offered me a officer yeah. flight school for helicopters, oh. and I said, no, two tours of Vietnam? No, 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 no. If I make one, I'm not going to do the second one. Yeah. And
6: uh, Well, yeah.
7: Now I can do well, it. Congratulations. Anyway, I've always yeah. flown in small aircraft, uh, and, and I've always wanted to do something to get back up there because I just like it.
6: Yeah, well, it's, uh, it, I it, you, you have a different perspective. I, I keep telling – if I sound strange and weird to people sometimes because I have a different point of view, figuratively and literally. I'm seeing the world from a completely different perspective and, and operated in that reality, uh, it's not a hypothetical or a fiction or, uh, what it could have should have. It's, it's actually, you know, that's, uh, I, I have to drag him up here. Uh, I spent time with Lou and Harvey, uh, you know, it was just so, sort of a joy for me to spend time with, a uh, a, a, uh, an exemplary individual such as Lou, who has the kind of, Background and experience I do, and it, it was just um, you know we, we could get down to things in seconds that would you, you can't even talk with other people about.
2: Right? Yeah.
6: So it's, well, you're to turn a yeah.
7: different part of aviation than where I'm going. I mean, I'm 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 going at it more. Well, I
6: understand that. that.
7: Hey Daryl. I understand commercial that.
6: Go ahead, commercial yeah. Stuff.
7: Yeah, I know Chelsea's husband's a Delta pilot captain and uh, you know, I, I just hear some horror stories from him too,
1: so Yeah, that's what Lou Lou oh. was uh Delta too. I wanted to tell you, uh, Daryl, yeah. I got the chance to speak with Harvey on Saturday for a while. And oh, he really? told me yeah, yeah, he told me that when he said Daryl said he doesn't like flying anymore, but man, when him and Lou start talking about that flying stuff, I had to tune out. <laughs>
6: <laughs> yeah. Well it's no, no listen, I I don't I don't have any uh I don't have any uh bad feelings about aviation or flying or any of that by, by no means. Um I, I'm s st- I'm still a a pilot at heart but uh it's the uh it's Aviator. the uh, attachments that go along with it.
1: My you father, have to
6: you have to sign your name.
1: My father would correct you and say I'm not a pilot. I'm an aviator.
6: (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah, I I mean, uh, uh, that's all well and fine. Let me see your crosswind landing, sir. Uh, You know, I I mean, uh, yeah, so there's a lot of attachments that go along with operating in the aviation world, uh, particularly if you're going to do it commercially, and you, you have to, uh, involve yourself with the, uh, the, uh, the system, the beast, and you get, uh, a license and you, you go through, uh, you, you have to encumber yourself. And, uh, so, uh, no, uh, flying, driving airplanes. Uh, yeah, I, I love it. I, I actually, uh, John, uh, I could go on yeah. for. I could go on, and we don't have time. So well, I
1: hope. am sorry. I hope before yeah. John gets his license that you file your affidavit and you can apply for it as a U.S. national.
7: Oh, absolutely! I'm absolutely going to do that. No
1: question about it. That's going be very interesting yeah. because. But I, I wouldn't when have made you're the applying, decision to oh, pursue but, this without okay, that now, status. Now this is very interesting. Back to our primary base here. So John's wanting to do this, yeah. he's got to have this license to do it, but he's going to he's going to be a US national. So when you go and apply for a license to fly, it doesn't supersede your affidavit. It just says that while I'm exercising this license, I'll obey these regulations. Even though I'm yeah. a US well, national.
6: Yeah.
1: Even though it well, really you, you don't, don't
6: have to Yeah, you could apply. You could also. There's, there's other, there's other sanctioning bodies. Uh, It's called uh, ICAO, uh, International Civil Aviation Organization. So we have a lot of uh, uh, foreign nationals and and people of all different sorts of backgrounds and political. affinities and statuses that fly into this country and operate in this airspace, well, I can assure you they're neither a U.S. national nor a a uh, citizen, a U.S. citizen. So uh, the, the, the standard, uh, I, I can fully well see that uh, you could uh, uh, navigate this process. Uh, under a national, I, I'm extremely uh, interested uh, as to see how uh how this how this flows how it how it goes uh, it would be very interesting john you're 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 on the you're on the you're on the leading edge the leading edge of the wing here uh, 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 yeah very interesting stuff
7: yeah and also another thing too is i'm i'm really excited about getting uh, maybe something like a kit fox where i can be kind of like a bush pilot and just you know go flying all around the country land anywhere i want things like that um, that's kind yeah. of how i'm envisioning it more than more than anything else yeah
6: well it's exciting it's it's a whole it's a whole whole new uh uh endeavor and it's very exciting and and uh, well, it'll it'll be fun to uh hear hear your progress and and your insights and what you learn and uh good deal outstanding yes.
7: Well, I'm looking for a good sim thing to buy. I want to. I want to start with a simulator. Um, I've been researching well, the pros and cons of it, and um, the sims. Some of the personal sims you can get today are quite amazing. Uh, there's some amazing. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell
6: tractor. you who's. I'll tell you who's. I'll tell you who's probably, uh, from from my knowledge, the one of the guys that you want to talk to, have a phone conversation with, one on one, is our our own uh, esteemed uh editor who uh does transcripts and and uh behind the scenes stuff for uh, PPN uh and uh if you haven't talked to uh talked to him uh, you should he he is on the cutting edge from my point of view on on simulators he's he's been deep into simulated aviation since it began I think
3: <laughs> really so, Who
6: is this? Greg. Yeah. Uh, Roger Roger operation? will put you in touch with him. Well,
1: I, I'm, yeah, him. I'm, I'm not going to use his name. John Greg.
6: Yeah. All
3: right.
6: Yeah. Yeah, you you need to talk to him. Yeah, he 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 knows more about this area of of operation and training than I do by 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 far. Uh and uh he he's over-the-top aviation uh aficionado
7: yeah yeah i'm, I'm yeah. i can't Very place
1: who we're talking about greg greg the guy that does He's all our editing and everything behind the scenes okay okay. Well, yep. obviously well, didn't well, ring roger roger I,
6: can put you in touch with him
1: i thought you two had probably <laughs> been in contact john yep we can do that okay yeah
7: let's do it yeah
6: outstanding yeah well good
7: the other thing is is I I want to be able to function um, I have a military background so I've never left the military even even though they put me out early just it's it's just never left and I I also because I am military I can also use military bases Um, I'm also thinking ahead for you know when bad things happen I want to be able to move I don't want to be stuck here fastest way out of here to me is get in a plane and get out get the hell out so
2: that's yeah. where I'm going with it
7: yeah
6: well I mean you know there's there's options there so uh,
7: yeah outstanding yeah, yeah. and I got to well, look for a place to go I don't want to stay in Southern California I don't think
1: seems like 50% yeah, well, I saw the headline over the weekend 50% of Californians want to move and evidently the other 50% are homeless
3: <laughs>
7: I don't think we know how many homeless are here. I mean, they're all over the place. I mean, every freaking where. Uh, You don't see
1: them. I I, I don't don't know. I
6: think there needs to... I think there needs to be an exit interview for all the Californians as to their ideology and if they're uh, neoliberals, they should be forced to stay there.
7: Absolutely. Uh, (laughs) And
6: and because, because they... What what they do is they they migrate and then they uh, as my grandpa would say they go crap in somebody else's dinner
7: box. Yeah. Well, look what they're and, doing.
1: Uh, yeah. Well, now I yeah, wasn't kidding you when I saw so. two I saw two headlines over the weekend. One of them said fifty percent of Californians want to leave, and then today fifty percent of Californians are homeless. So it's pretty easy to do the math on that.
7: Well, if they're not yeah. homeless, they're soon going to be.
3: That'd oh, that'd I be can't licensed. believe the good it fortune that we're in. Democrats got to be licensed, you know. Do we're incredibly fortunate.
1: It trying to require
3: to get... some governmental authority to be licensed yeah. as a Democrat. <laughs> you know, just like uh, for firearms, background check, and uh, see if they're not mentally ill or on medication before they can uh, possibly consider themselves a, uh, a, a voter in the American political process.
1: Well, they're sure showing their colors here as of late, aren't they, Tom? Oh
3: man, it isn't. Yeah. Colors that uh, more like camo. Maybe. <laughs> maybe
6: maybe we should apply this uh, protocol that Tom just named off to uh, the uh, the ostensible representative politicians to see if they can they can meet their own protocols and uh, uh, litmus tests. You know, how, how about Joe Biden? Do you think Do you think he could? Go
3: through that <laughs> yeah. I think Dro- some handlers would want him to but the- I don't think he could get get
1: it Joe Biden's litmus paper would turn totally acid yeah Samuel okay. well- uh, Samuel decided to join us here in the last segments of today's show. Hey, Samuel, what's on your mind today, bro?
4: Hi guys. Uh, I'm one of those lowly Californians, but, but I'm in the country. It's, just, it's the city folk that are the trouble. Well,
1: are you are you homeless or do you want to get out or are you in the fringe somewhere?
4: Well, you remember when I put out my affidavit? I said I'm homeless, but I have a domain. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways, I was going to chime in on the uh, on the health stuff. I've been doing health stuff all my life, and. I do it mostly through food. You know, I uh, I grow my own greens. I do wheatgrass. I do kefir. I grind my own seeds and get them direct, the oils from the seeds, chia, black seed, you know, all this stuff. And I try to help other people change their evil ways because most problems with people is what they're putting in is bad news. And you ain't going to get a good re- result out of bad news. Um, I'm on my fifth bottle of... Uh, uh, stem enhance um, and I've had some good results there but one of the things that I think that would really um, help the stem enhance would be taking it with nucleotides um, that's a amino acid base I guess it's an RNA a DNA builder and in, in your case Roger you might also want to take with it um, something like an eye complex with I a am, lot of
1: I, I I do that on a and real you, high end you, you, I, I vitamin already. Um, but the other things that I've just picked up along the side that that enhance this could be C sixty because C sixty evidently has some attribute to helping the body be in a position to put more stem cells out. Um, yep. I do liposomal vitamin C and have been for some time. Although I got to go ba- make a batch after the show today. Uh, they tell me the vitamin K2, which I'd never even heard of, is very beneficial in this combination. And also um, collagen, some type of collagen. And this comes from that guy Ray at the company that several of you have mentioned his name today. And he told Pat, uh, Lou, as uh, uh, Daryl refers to him, that the collagen is like fertilizer for stem cells. And if you can do several or all of those things, ideally, you're going to get better, even better results, I think. And I think that's yeah, one of that, I, I think the reason I, I, your, I, I believe the reason that I've had.
4: Hold oh, right But, but, but I, think, I, I, I made a pot of stuff that Dr. Daniels recommended uh, this week, and I take the pig's foot, which is like six inches long, with skin on it. And I, that's all knuckle and cartilage, um, almost no meat. And I boil that for 24 hours. And then what's left is I, I take that and put it in a, a good blender and I puree it. Then I dump that through a strainer, get rid of the bone chips and then I cook up two pounds of black beans, celery, onion, lots of herbs and spices, and salt and garlic, and and then I I blend that back into the to that puree, and it's like um it's like butter, it's it's really a nice taste, and of course you got the beans in there, the amino acids and the celery, and you know it's just, just it's just really good. It's sort of Dr. Daniels' recipe, but I I do all my own cooking, so I'm a pretty good chef. So I did a lot extra to it. So
1: Uh, I was going to say, I'm not. So
4: I I just take the hydrolyzed stuff and be done
7: with
3: it. I
1: I think that the reason (laughs) that I've responded. I think the reason I've responded to the, the Stem Enhance so quickly is because I had a firm base with C60 and liposomal underneath it when I started taking it. And my body was probably already kind of primed for the Stem Enhance to come along and help give the extra stimulation. Just uh, uh, what personally I kind of think
4: may, may or may not be right. Yeah, i have got I want to learn how to do the lipicidal thing that you do. I've never done that. Um, But when I looked into the C60, I thought his product was rather expensive. And I ran across a guy, um, uh, Blakely, who who uses a lesser C60, and he has his um, liquid um, probiotics Break it down so it's more bioavailable. That's probably not as good as, as Gerska's, but it sure is a whole lot less expensive. So yeah, I'm well, using a little bit of that, and plus you get the probiotic when you're taking it as well.
1: well the thing but it's about, not as effective. Uh, the thing about Gerska's I mean, is if, you, if we could pool be, together and get enough people to get his, his deep discount, you get 1200 bucks together and you get it for 50 bucks a bottle. Now the thing that uh-huh. it's so concentrated because it's singer, a singular molecules, that once your body evidently doesn't flush it out every day. There's still some that is residual, and so you can drop down to a maintenance, uh, a maintenance dose. And in that maintenance dose, one of those dollars uh, bottles for fifty dollars will last you about two months. Samuel, I mean that that's not expensive, uh-huh. okay? Really? Right to me.
7: Well, these are nanoparticles well, yeah. of the C60. Right. Um, they're the actual molecule, and, and nothing else is close to it. Uh, there's, I, I've looked into this stuff pretty close. And ever since he got challenged that it was a phony product on Sarah Westell's um, show, which she's never brought him back on, he has done extensive uh, scientific demonstrations and papers that he's published on his website as to exactly why and how and all that stuff. The, he will not reveal his process. He's the only guy that is able to do generate the C60 without any solvents, without anything in a in a base that is so integrated into the oil that it, you can't see any light in it. I mean, it's literally hard to see. You
1: can't. Um, you can hold it up to uh, the sun and you can't see through it.
7: So you can have a C60 uh, molecules going right into the cellular level. Now, when those cells die that c60 becomes available again so there's nothing like it out there you can't sit there and grind this stuff up and say that it's going to work and there's a lot of different um out there i mean uh, bucky fuller is the guy that came up with this whole fullerene stuff and there are different variations of it all over the place but the one that was used that, that kept those rats alive through radiation and um uh, carbon tetrachloride poisoning and all this other stuff was C60 in particular, and that's one of the reasons why it's so special. Uh, th- you're going to get all these variations of stuff out there, but these you, these big chunks. When you hold up a bottle of purple, you know the idea that it has to be purple is just BS. Greska has proved all this stuff scientifically. It's all on his website. It's it's really extensive. It's amazing what he's done.
4: I think he's going nice
7: after them thing. in court too. Uh,
4: another have- nice thing for. The- on the cheap for a lot of things. Um, my, my friend is 76. He'll get Charlie horses in his leg at night sometimes yes. and very, very, very painful. And the way he cures it is he takes a shot of apple cider vinegar and it's an immediate release. Really? Boom, done. Yeah. Interesting. And the other thing that you can use apple cider vinegar, well, it's endless, but it will dissolve. Um, if you keep putting it on daily, It'll take skin lesions and growths and stuff that are uncommon, you know, dark spots. It will dissolve those. I guess because of the pH and the mother in it. But hmm.
1: Well, listen, we're about wrap, about to wrap up the show here real quick. I think John is going to be on with Jim in the next hour. Uh, and so you can catch him over there and Jim Ram always follows us and I don't promote him near enough and it's my fault and I'm sorry Jim So and audience too uh, because we're tickled to death to have you on the back end of this show and uh, we'll be back tomorrow, see what breaks today that might be interesting to talk about tomorrow. Dr. Tom, I want to thank you for calling in and joining us and invite you to do it more often and uh, uh, of course Chuck and and, and Chris and everybody that uh, that tagged along for the ride today so hope you got something out of it uh highly encourage you to look into stem enhance and uh, we can talk more about that tomorrow if we need to so uh anyway thanks everybody for joining us john glad to have you back brother and uh hopefully yeah, we'll see uh, maybe you and even the charming miss kathy next monday so uh we'll talk to you all then have a great day and we'll see what develops and we'll talk about it tomorrow so uh from beautiful ecuador Hasta luego, amigos. Bye See ya bye. mañana en la mañana. En la mañana. Hasta <laughs> luego. <laughs> <laughs>